Hi, 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 mama. <laughs> I wanted to try something different than my normal hello. <laughs> really not that different. You know, not always creative in this department. <laughs> But I'm excited, as always, to be here with you. I hope your day is so glorious and you've gotten some time with God to just, gosh, days with God, they're just the best. Like when I start my day with God, there's nothing better. It sets up everything in order as it should be. It gives me fuel for my day. Oh man, if you are not spending daily time with God, you need to figure, drop everything to figure out how to make that time. I don't care what season you're in. I don't care if you have a little tiny baby. I don't care if you have 10 kids. There is always time to make time for God. This is just a random side note. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. But, and I say it a lot on here. <laughs> but I'm just feeling it right now. And I want you to be reminded of it. So figure it out. <laughs> I think I'm going to have a tip here, uh, episode here soon with some tips on how to make that time. I know it's not simple. I'm not trying to add shame to anyone, um, but it is that important. And so trying to figure out what that looks like, how to do it. I hope um, I'll have some, yeah, I'll have to get some tips on here for you soon. But in the meantime, use your amazing brain to problem solve this, even if it's 15 minutes a day. It's, it's, it's possible. All right. But anyways, today we are continuing our series on the lies that can be found in motherhood. And in the last episode, we talked about just falling into this lie of needing to be a perfect mom and, and striving for this. And today we're kind of going the other direction and it's falling into the lie of being just a mess, a hot mess that I'm just a mom. It means I'm a hot mess. It's fine. And some of that's okay. We're going we're gonna to dive into it. We're going to dive into it. Just, just stay tuned. I'll, I'll unpack all of it for you. But I think all of us have a little bit of this in us, unless you're just really far on the other side of wanting to be the perfect mom. Um, but at least I know I can fall on both sides of this, and I think many of us can. So lean in and get excited for it. Before we jump in, I just want to share a recent review that I got that just, oh my goodness, it's like one of those that kicks me in the throat a little bit because it's like, oh, like I'm just sobbing and I just, just to be used by God in this way. And I think in the past, you know, it's, it's hard to receive these kind of reviews because it's like, I, I made it about me and I was like, I'm not good enough for this, but I've been, God's been teaching me more and more. And I'm going to have an episode on this too, at some point, um, just that what he is doing has nothing to do with me. He's using me. He's using my gifts. But like the glory is his and I don't need to even pretend for a second that any of it is mine. And so I don't need to feel inadequate when I read this. I can just praise him and say, wow, God, thank you for using me. So I just want to share this to hopefully encourage you as well. Um, this is from Another Savage Mama. It's the best. It's like the best title of that someone has on here. I love it so much. It says, that's all. Oh, it said episode, the title is one, uh, episode 164. It says, that's all I needed to say. Episode 164. Be encouraged, sisters. This podcast has brought me to my knees multiple times in an act to hear from the Lord and thank him for the blessings and knowledge Brittany supplies. I've been listening since the first 10 episodes, usually not one to make public posts, but God placed it on my heart to share this episode in a permanent comment for other mamas to directly find it and seek out the blessings I did. Brittany, I love you, sister. Thank you for affirming your love for God publicly. You're such a shining light and you allow such a safe 
place in a world so far from God to get back to the basics and help us really help us remember what really matters in this world. Love you, mama. Okay. I could barely get through that again without crying. (laughs) Like this one gives me chills. Um, so another savage mama, thank you. I cannot tell you how much this encourages my heart to the core to just see that God is at work. Like, that anything that I'm saying is helping you get closer to God, that is the biggest victory I can even imagine. So uh, thank you for spending the time. Thank you for for going public when you don't normally go public. I'm, I'm with you. That's why it's so ironic. I have a podcast because I don't really like going public with anything. <laughs> and here God is calling me to this, but it's great. So thank you for, for that and for the encouragement. And I hope, mamas, that you are getting even just a little bit of this encouraged by this podcast. And when you take a minute to leave a review, it does this to me. It makes me emotional. It gives me chills. I just can't handle it. Uh, it's it's truly helps me keep going, really, because it's like, okay, this is working. Like, <laughs> God is using me. And I do sometimes need that encouragement to know that this is what he is calling me to. So thank you for doing that. If you haven't done that yet, please just pause this episode. You don't have to write a whole long paragraph like this. I love it when you do it, but you don't have to. It can be a short, quick, sweet, whatever it is. It encourages my heart and it also helps more mamas find this podcast. And so I just, I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing that. But without further ado, I will stop talking so we can jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, mama. So we are continuing this series on debunking the lies of motherhood. And we're going in the direction opposite of last week and talking about this lie that as moms, we are just supposed to be a hot mess. It's just, it's just what it is. It's just a hard time. It's crazy. We're just supposed to be a hot mess. We're supposed to be sleep deprived. Our homes are supposed to be a mess. We're supposed to be behind on everything. It's just normal. Yeah, there's no time to shower. There's definitely no time to spend time with God. There is no time for our marriages. How are we supposed to prioritize our marriages? What does that look now? No, this is too too crazy a season. Uh, there's no time for ourselves in any form of that. Uh, we need alcohol to get through our day. We, we definitely can't fulfill any uh, purposes outside of motherhood in this season. There's no time for work or there's no way to, to really make that happen and pursue our callings outside of motherhood. Um, and there's just no way to be a good wife and a good mom and care for ourselves all at the same time time. Now I say those lightly. And the thing is though, that we all, okay, most of us, there might be a few exceptions out there, but I'm pretty sure all of us at some point fall into one of these. This is just how it is. This is how it's supposed to be. There's no need to improve this. It's just the reality. And I know for myself, I kind of 
ebb and flow through this a little bit. I have seasons where I buy into this lie more often. And then there's seasons where I'm like pushing as hard as I can against this, trying to get all of this completely gone. And it it just depends. But I, I want to talk about this because my guess is that if, if you're a mom, you're going to face this lie at some point. Now, when I go through all of these, I'm not saying that motherhood isn't hard. I'm not saying that some of these things are not challenging to figure out. I know it's hard. I'm living it. Like I know it is such a challenge to figure out how to have a healthy marriage in the midst of raising littles. Right now I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and a three-month-old and it is a lot. And I, you know, work at my church. I have the podcast. Like it is so challenging to figure out what it looks like to be healthy and to not let any of these things go. And so Today, just know I'm not speaking from a place of judgment. I'm speaking from my experience because I know I have believed this lie before and I looked into some of the things that have contributed to it, some of the reasons that I might have fallen into it. So I hope this relates to some of you. I hope this helps you throw off this lie and remove it for good and really just get some freedom from it. Because yes, it is okay to have a pajama day where you don't shower, you're in your PJs, your hair is a mess. I love those days. (laughs) They're great. And currently my kitchen is, um, my husband was amazing enough to do the dishes even though we got home from church really late and it was a long day, but he, the dishes are done because of him. However, the breakfast dishes are there and the counters are definitely not wiped and you know, we're often a little bit of a mess over here. Like it's, it's not perfect. I just had a whole episode on how we don't need perfection. It's not actually good for any of us, but as I'm sharing these, it doesn't mean that I'm not ever a bit of a mess. (laughs) It doesn't mean I don't have days where I just let myself be and I sit in my PJs and I, I love it. But I think it becomes a problem when we begin to allow this to define our lives. We say this is just the season. We say this is just how it is. And it's not just a day here or there or uh, little things here or there. It's something we fully embrace and use it as an excuse for where we're at. So even with my kitchen, my goal is always to have a clean kitchen. Even when the days that I stay in my PJs, my goal, well, sometimes all, all, all my goal is to have a PJ day, but most days my goal is to get dressed and feel good about myself, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm fighting these things. I'm working myself out of them. I'm not letting them define me or take over this season. And so we're going to, we're going to just dive into 10 different reasons why we believe that this is just how it is. This is just, this is just what motherhood is. And we're going to just kind of debunk it a little bit. So, so jumping in, the first one is that you consume too much social media. So there is so many fun things about social media. Now, if you if you've been on the podcast for a minute, you know I'm not the biggest social media person and I 
I just personally don't love it for myself. It can be addictive for me. I just feel like I'm wasting my time. However, I'll pop in again, some off and on, um, you know, for a few minutes here or there. So I don't just think it's completely evil and everyone needs to stay far away from it. I do think it can cause a lot of problems for a lot of people in terms of comparison, in terms of time wasting. Um, but I'm not like this black or white thinking with it. So let me color this a little bit more for you. This is where I think it comes into play is when we have too much of it, right? So I, I love some of the accounts that I follow are some of those, you know, mom meme accounts, or there's like little videos that are hilarious for moms. And I love those. Like there are so many funny, like jokes that just make it's so relatable. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe someone else feels that exact same thing that I feel. And it makes me feel not alone and it makes me laugh. And it's, it's great. Like I love it. And I'm not going to stop watching those videos, but (laughs) I think the problem comes when we watch too many of them, or we watch one of those videos or see one of those memes. And we then say, okay, well, since someone else feels this, then that makes it the norm. That means I don't need to try and not do this. That means I don't need to push against this. Now, I don't think we, you know, know that we're doing this. I don't think you're watching these and saying, oh my gosh, this mom is um, doing this thing. Let me give you an example just to help you understand it. So one of my, one of the funny ones I can remember that comes to the top of my head, and I'm going to butcher it because I am not a funny, good at funny storytelling, but she, I think it was from the, the scary mommy account. I think that's what it's called. Um, and she, you know, it's, it's this mom and she's has the door cracked for her kid's room and she's listening to her son and her son's trying to say something, but it doesn't make sense. It's all over the place and it's just disconnected. And she's just trying to have patience and going, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you can tell she's like about to shut the door for the night, right? She's trying to say goodnight and he keeps talking and he keeps talking and she's trying to say goodnight. And <laughs> In the middle of him talking, she just shuts the door, grabs a bag of Cheetos and heads to the couch. Um, <laughs> I'm just so related to that because I feel like every time I'm trying to shut the door and say goodnight, my son is like going on and on and uh, about random things. Like he's just trying to keep me in there really is what's happening. And, you know, instead of having clear boundaries or, you know, um, being patient or some combination of the two is sometimes I'm tempted to just shut the door. And I think I might've done it once or twice. I don't know. I <laughs> I probably said goodnight as I shut the door. Um, but all that to say, and then, you know, grabbing the bag of Cheetos, like it can be so easy at the end of the day to be so tired. You just want to like veg out on the couch, eat whatever you want and just be okay with that. So there are moments I do those things as a mom, but the problem comes when we watch that we take that as the norm. And again, like what I was starting to say that I don't think we intentionally watch that and say to ourselves, oh my gosh, this funny video, this mom is doing that. That makes it okay. That means that I should shut the door on my kid when they're in the middle of a sentence. That means I should grab a Cheetos every night when I sit on the couch, right? We're not intentionally doing that. It's not like a conscious thing, but subconsciously, I think the more we consume this content, the more it feels like it's just normal. And so the more excuse we give to ourselves to continue in this kind of behavior when actually it's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for our kids, right? Like I think some of the messages in this video is like, it's okay to emotionally overeat, right? And now, or any kind of emotional eating, like, and again, I'm not... (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't want you to think I'm just being super judgmental of this. I'm saying it's terrible. I'm still going to watch these videos to be clear. Like these are hilarious and I love them. <laughs> What <laughs> I'm just making the point that we need to be careful how much we're consuming them and we need to just kind of filter it, right? Because this also goes into a lot of like mom wine culture, right? There's this pervasive mom wine culture that says like, yeah, it's normal just to need two glasses of wine at the end of every day. And that is just normal. That's how you get through your day. If you're having a bad day, pull out a glass of wine, right? Like, and now I, I love wine. I, I drink wine some nights and I don't believe personally that that there's anything wrong with it. I, I believe it's not for everyone. We need to be aware of um, our addictions. We need to be aware of, of, of how we handle that. Um, but I enjoy a glass of wine. But what happens is when we are immersed in this mom culture, just consuming this content all the time, as we begin to think it's just normal for us just to need wine. And I think there's a big difference between wanting a glass of wine and needing a glass of wine. And, you know, there can be a fine line in between the two, like you can really want it. Right. But when we feel like we need the wine to calm down at the end of the day, we need the wine to have to get through a day, right? That's where it gets questionable. That's where we are stepping into addiction or just even an unhealthy relationship with it. But all that to say, when, when this culture, this wine culture becomes normal, we aren't going to have the eyes to see that. We're not going to be able to see clearly when it's stepping into addiction or an unhealthy relationship. And by the way, if you are specifically questioning with alcohol, and we're not just talking about alcohol today, that's just one example of some of the social media content around motherhood. Um, but if you're questioning like where you're at with it and you just want to dig in a little bit deeper, um, I have an episode with an amazing friend, episode 51, go all the way back. And um, Michelle Porterfield is a coach for people trying to just get a healthier relationship with alcohol and, and stop the binge drinking. And so, um, I encourage you to go listen to that and just go listen to it on her podcast. She has a whole podcast, um, and just, yeah, dive into that. Cause there's so much great content that she has for that. But in general, what I'm saying is we need to be careful with what we are consuming and how much we're consuming it. And this can touch on so many different areas of motherhood, right? We're talking about wine culture. We're talking about emotional eating, but also like messy house. Like we can look at these jokes and be like, yep, it's just normal to just have my house always be a disaster. Now <laughs> I do kind of feel going to a personal level, like my house often is a disaster, but I'm always trying to fight the tide. I'm trying to fight against it. And so like I can use the, the small amount I consume those videos as like, okay, I'm not the only one, but I'm not taking it on and saying, well, now this is just normal. I'm not even going to try and fight the tide of toys. No, I'm going to keep scaling down those toys. I'm going to keep trying to get better systems. I'm going to keep doing these things, not out of like my worth, like not, not so that I can be a good enough mom, but because I know it's healthy for me and my family to live in a peaceful environment. And that is a value to us. And so I'm going to keep fighting for that versus just embracing this culture where it's fine. It's just the season. This is what it is. There's no way around it. It's okay. Right? So and, and along with that, it's like, it can also go into you, like, and how you look and how you moms just don't have time for showers or for clothes that make them feel good or for putting on makeup. And it's okay to have those days. And even if you're like a, not a makeup person, that doesn't matter. But the, the point is, I believe that we, we do need to take care of ourselves as well, because that 
impacts how we feel and how we feel is going to impact how we go throughout our day. And so just allowing these things just to be because of their season we're in is not helpful. And social media can often lead us to that space. Okay. Again, I say it for the third time, still going to watch the videos. They are hilarious and just got to be careful. Okay. <laughs> Number two. Um, so this is another reason why we fall into the lie that we're just supposed to be a hot mess. And this is that mom life is hard. And because of that, it's hard. Now, now this, this reason, it, it, there's a truth in it. Mom life is hard. I, I believe that. I don't think there's any getting around it, especially if you have littles at home. It is, it is a challenge. It is a crucible. It will refine you more than anything you've ever been through. But because it's hard, we begin to let it justify our bad coping, our bad habits, our unhealthy lifestyle. And we don't press forward to be the best that we can. We don't press forward trying to get through this with everything that we have. We numb out. We cop out. We say this is just the way it is, right? But this is not what God has for us. So you, most of you, if you've been around here for a minute, have heard me quote James 1, 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full, do its full work in you so you may be perfect and complete and lacking in nothing. So yes to that. And here's another one for you. Romans 5, 3 through 5, it says, but we rejoice in our sufferings. So again, consider it pure, pure joy when you have trials. We rejoice in our sufferings. This is saying, knowing that the suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so in both of these verses, essentially what it's saying is the suffering that we go through, the trials that are before us, those are the things that will make us who we were created to be. That's, it produces character, right? We want this godly character. The only way to get that is to get through the sufferings. But here's the thing. For a lot of us that just embrace this messy motherhood, or even at times when we do, what we're doing is we're, we're, we're removing the good of the sufferings because we're just numbing out. We're numbing out on wine. We're numbing out on food. We're numbing out with Netflix. We're just trying to get through with the least amount of resistance, right? We're not doing everything we can with excellence. And not only are we in that phase and we're just, you know, not living up to our potential in that moment, but we're also circumnavigating the potential blessings that are in this very moment that the trials hold when it's uncomfortable, when it's hard to press forward, when we don't want to do it anymore. There is so much good to be found in that moment. And so when we just use the, that motherhood is hard as an excuse to justify 
all of these different things, then we're going to end up in a place where we're, we're going to get through it. It's still going to be a hard time, but we're not actually going to reap the rewards that comes from getting through the hard time because we didn't allow the hard time to change us. We didn't allow it to transform us. So if this is you, you need to get uncomfortable. You need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's not easy. It's no one likes to be uncomfortable, but God did not, Jesus did not come to this earth to give us a life of comfort. And that's, that's how we grow is the discomfort of trials. And so we've got to stop numbing out and getting rid of this discomfort that actually is going to serve us if we allow it. All right, number three, maybe the reason that you have embraced the messy mom culture. Um, and this is because you lack discipline. Um, I think discipline is super hard. <laughs> it is, I mean, that's just like inherent in the word. It is challenging. It is not fun. The, the word of discipline doesn't sound good. It's, yeah, I just picture like lifting weights. I picture doing the things I don't want to do. It's hard. It's a lifelong journey. And motherhood requires a lot of it, right? We got to be disciplined to show up for our kids. We got to be disciplined to take care of the house. We got to be disciplined to take care of ourselves. We got to be disciplined to show up in our time with God. We got to be disciplined, discipline, 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 discipline. So much discipline. But I think what happens sometimes is that we don't see it for what it is. We don't see that this is part of the goal of motherhood. I mean, motherhood transforms us as much as it does our kids. And so part of that transformation is strengthening our muscles of discipline. And so when we first start out as mothers, I mean, I don't know about you, maybe you started off on a a better footing than I did. But when I first started out, like it was a shock, complete culture shock, because I went from, you know, my life really requiring very little discipline. You know, I I I went to grad school that required a lot of discipline. I, you know, had a job. I was getting all my hours for licensure towards uh, being a marriage and family therapist. So that, that required a lot of, a lot of discipline, but ultimately all of that discipline, getting through all of those things was nothing compared to what it was to be a mother. Because before that, right, I could, when I wasn't working, when I wasn't studying, I had so much free time. I could go where I wanted, when I wanted. I only had myself to clean up with. And if I didn't, there wasn't a lot of ramifications, right? I just, just affected me. And then, you know, for my husband, we were married for about a year before our first baby came. And so there, it wasn't a huge impact. I didn't constantly, I didn't have to, if I didn't have my quiet time in the morning, I had plenty of opportunities later in the day, right? And then I became a mother and every second all of a sudden is, is dictated by this little human, right? I have to be disciplined to make sure he gets down for his nap on time, or I'm going to have a screaming child that's not falling asleep easily. I need to be disciplined to feed him healthy food so that he's growing well and, and is healthy. And it's not just me, right? Like if I eat bad foods and I feel cruddy, but if I give my child bad foods, gosh, I'm <laughs> feel terrible about that. Right. And so 
I, there's so much, you guys know this, there's so much discipline that motherhood requires. And so I think a lot of us start out, maybe some of, maybe some of you started stronger than I did, but I didn't start super strong and we go through motherhood. And what can happen is when we face these moments where discipline and more discipline is required of us, right? So when we first take on a baby, there's a lot of discipline we have to learn, but it can also be easy to not learn it, right? So instead of playing with our child, we can turn on the TV. Instead of cleaning up, we can just let it go. Instead of teaching our kids something, we can say, oh, I'll teach them tomorrow. I'm too tired, right? Like if there's a, a moment where a lesson might come up, instead of disciplining them, we're like, no, that's, I don't have the energy right now. And so, and then we take on more children, right? And we, we continue as we progress through raising kids, there are higher and higher levels of discipline that are required of us. But if we don't embrace that and we don't learn that, then our muscles of discipline are going to be weak. And that's when we just embrace this messy mom culture. And we say, this is just how it is. And we watch too much TV and our kids watch too much TV. And it, it all <clears throat> brings us to this place where we're not giving the most that we can. And we're not we're not learning the most that we can. And we've just settled in to messy mom culture thinking it's okay, but really we know that there's more, that God calls us to more. There's this verse that I think I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on because it just really struck me the other day and convicted me really. Um, And it's this Colossians 3.23. It says, whatever you do, work heartily. Some translations say work with your whole heart or work with your full being, whatever you do or, or work willingly as if for the Lord and not for men. So everything that we're doing, God calls us to excellence. And so giving in to this messy mom culture idea is not doing everything as if onto the Lord. And I get it. I fall into that in different points in my season, in different points of my day sometimes, but I just want to encourage you to have eyes to see what that is and that we need to fight against that tide. We're going to continue this conversation in the next episode, so I hope you tune in then. But let me just pray for you as we wrap up. God, I just thank you for the gift of motherhood, God, in all of its messiness and all of the hard work it contains, all of it, God. And I know you promise to turn all of it for good in our lives, God, and I praise you for that. God, I pray all of us would have the strength, the courage, the patience to embrace the hard, to embrace the messy, and not let us let it sleep us, sweep us away, but let it refine us and strengthen us so that we can become who we were created to be. God, I just thank you that there is a gift inherent in this season that is just waiting for us, God. I pray we would just all have the strength to unwrap it. We praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.